Hey everyone, welcome to this week's sermon podcast of Living Word Pretoria East. Here you can listen to our latest weekly sermons for your spiritual growth. We believe that this message will really bless you. Team, if we can maybe have two Peter one to four on the screen. Thank you, worship team. <laughs> Sorry. Simon Peter, servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. You can just keep it there. Simon Peter a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Now we ask the question, his name changed to Peter. Why will we say Simon Peter? Church, we're dealing with flesh and we're dealing with spirit. God changed his name from Simon to Peter. So when Peter writes to Peter, he wants you to become mature Christians, mature spiritually but he understand where he's coming from. He understand that I was Simon, but when I met Jesus, he changed my name to Peter. Peter the rock. You see, Simon was a fisherman with a very big mouth, as big as maybe a shoe can fit in it, if you read the Bible and listen to what he's saying. But he changed his name. And then in verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the, oh sorry, no, you can go back to one, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, with us through the righteousness of God, our Savior. So you and me, we have received precious faith. That precious faith means it's holy faith. It's faith that God has given you and me as a gift. We didn't earn it. He didn't do anything for it. God gave it to us. And then in verse 2, we see, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. So he's promising you today that he's given you a faith and he will multiply grace and peace through the knowledge of God. Knowledge means information. We have to understand the word. We have to know Jesus to have information so that we can understand that he wants to multiply grace and peace in your life. And then three, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. According as his divine power, church, do you hear this? You received faith. Now you get divine power. Divine power means what? godly power. So the same words, sound that were released when God created the heaven and the earth, the same power is inside of you and me because you've received divine power pertaining unto life, how we live, and godliness, spiritual maturity. So you have the power way inside of us. Inside of us is the power through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. We have the glory. We have the glory, church. God has given us power, divine power, for 
life and godliness. So whatever your struggle is, whatever it is that is inside of you that is frustrating you, God has given you the power for life to speak, to make a sound. And then verse 4, where, whereby are given us unto exceedingly great and precious promises. So first God gave us faith. He gave us power, divine power. Now, he's, now Peter is saying he's uh, giving us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of divine nature. He's given you power. He's given you a promise to be partakers, meaning you share in what God has given us. You share what God, uh, God has given you and me to be partakers of divine nature, godly nature. If you look in the Hebrew, that nature, that means to grow or to produce. So God has given you something inside of you to make you grow or to produce. Amen? So if there's something inside of us, we're going to find out now, but there's something stirring inside of us. So God is saying, He's given you the faith, He's given you the promise, He's given you the power, He's given you everything. But now we can't do this. No? Now God is saying, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility. Then we can go to verse 5, please. And beside this, giving all diligence, that diligence means to speed up, to go forward, do, to your five virtue, that virtue means character, it's building, it's excellence, so there's a foundation, how are you rooted, there's a foundation, what's the foundation, the foundation is the faith, God has given it to us, foundation, but now the Bible says, add to your faith, we must add to our faith, virtue, excellence, character, then to our character, knowledge, information. We have to know God. We have to seek Him. Verse 6, and to knowledge, temperance. That temperance means self-control. Boys, self-control. We have to get our minds focused. Excellence, knowledge, temperance, to temperance, patience perseverance. Can you trust God? Can you trust Him in the process? Can you control your mind? Can you control your thinking? If you have the knowledge of God, being steadfast, patience, and then to patience, godliness. How's your life? What is your fruit? What is it that's in you? Do you have a pure life, a holy life, seeking God in everything that we do? And then the last one, is charity or love. No, brotherly kindness. It's easy not to love your neighbor, but the word says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Can you come to a point, and Pastor Wilma spoke about it last week, so what is the sound that you released for the ones around you? You need to have brotherly kindness. Can you speak words of courage? Or do you speak words of curse? How can we help one another? And then, from brotherly kindness, charity, that is the love of God. Are you still with me? 
So you have the five. You can preach with me. Have the five. Have the promise. Have the power. Then add to it what? Virtue, knowledge, self-control, patience, brotherly kindness, and love. And if you have all these things, now I'm getting excited. I think it's verse 8. For if these things be way in you and abound means increase. We have divine nature inside of us. We need to grow. We need to produce. So if we abound in these things that's inside of us, they make that you, will shall, that you shall neither be barren or unfruitful. You see, God has placed a seed in you. You will not be barren nor unfruitful. Genesis 28. Is it Genesis 2? Genesis 28. And God blesses them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Be seedful. Is it? Be seedful. No, it's be fruitful and multiply, meaning that God has placed what in you? A seed. Meaning we can't be barren or unfruitful if you've placed the additions of faith in your life. Are you with me? If you place that inside of you, if you increase that, if you grow that, God will multiply what? Grace and peace in your life. That's what you need. You will have a godly life because you will move by power. You will have the godly power to speak over the unbarrenness because why? We have a sound. We have a voice. We have divine nature to produce. Are you with me? So don't be unfruitful. Be fruitful. Multiply. Subdue the earth. If we can have a look at Luke 6. For no good tree bears bad fruit. Nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. From out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. What's the sound you release? Pastor Wilma spoke about it. What's in you? If you have brotherly love, brotherly kindness, if you love your neighbor as you love yourself, if you have fruit, you're not unbarren, you will bear fruit of good fruit. Because why? Because Christ is in us. If Christ is in you, you will bear good fruit. And then what will come out of your mouth? Living water. Psalm 1 says, If you are planted next to streams of living water, if you are planted next to streams of living water, where are you rooted? Watch our foundation. You have received the faith. We have the additions to add. You have the power. What do we have to do? It's just grow. Not with the power that you have, but by the power that God has given you and me to grow like a tree. But listen now, church. There's a wall. There's a real wall. Simon Peter, flesh, spirit. If you don't do these things and add them, you will be short-sighted, the word says. 
the word says you'll be short-sighted. But if, if you put this in you, the knowledge, the excellence, the love, the patience, the perseverance, you will not fall. You will not fall. And it stands in verse 9. You will not fall. But then, if you can have 2 Peter 1, verse 9. But he that lacked these things is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. Sorry, maybe Tim, can we maybe just quickly go back to verse 8? For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then 9. But he that lacked these things is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence to make your... I'm looking for another verse. Sorry. You see, in verse 5, it's the, uh, in verse 4, it says, that whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that, in, that is in this world through lust. You see, now that we have the promise, God is promising us that we can escape this. Amen? Sorry, I jumped back quickly. We can escape that. Romans 8, 22 says, maybe we can have that on the board. And I will recap everything for you now. Are you still with me? Wherefore, the rather brethren give the... Oh, no. Romans 8. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who have subjected the same in hope. For the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. That creature is creation, meaning that God has already freed us into the glorious liberty, that glorious freedom of the children of God. If you go two verses up, you will see the world or the, the earth is waiting earnestly for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. So come on, you hear me? As soon as you rise, what will happen? If it rise and you understand that you are away from your old sin, you will understand that you are freed, you are called for the glorious liberty, for the glorious freedom for the sons and daughters of God. Amen. Are you still with me, church? Oh, you're getting excited because I am. So there's faith, there's a promise, there's power, there's the things that we have to do so that we will not be unbarren or unfruitful. We will not fall and we will not be short-sighted. The devil want to come and try and steal, kill, and destroy. But just a little bit later on in verse 11, it speaks about make sure of your election. Make sure of your calling so that you know what you have to do to enter the promise, the kingdom. So if we enter the promise and the kingdom, what will happen in earth? We will produce. 
if you understand your calling, if you understand your election, if you know that you're not part of this world anymore, if you know and if you forget, I remind you today. Pastor Wilma always says the Bible is re. So I remind you today. Know that you are called out of the world into life. You're now Peter, you're not Simon. You have a voice, you can speak, you have the power, you have the promise. Don't be unbarren or unfruitful. Joseph in Genesis, he bare fruit so that the branch was in the spring and it grew over the wall. He was able to give fruit for the neighbor. He was able to give for those who need. But his branch where the spring. His branch were in the water. His branch was in Christ. Bible says a vine cannot produce fruit if it's not in the vine dresser. You cannot bear fruit if you're not linked to Christ. You have to need, you need the information, you need the, the knowledge of God to produce. Now that you know you have a seed, I'm going to tell you a story out of Revelation 12. Now that you know that there's a promise, there's not fruit in you, there's a seed in you, but the devil want to come and steal kill and destroy and then look at your neighbor and say the devil is a liar with that we will go into revelation 12 the devil is a liar so maybe we can just jump to it's quite a long scripture but it's exciting so just bear with me and there appeared a great wonder in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with a child cried, travailing in birth and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another one in heaven and behold a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour the child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron and her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the women fled into the wilderness where she have a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, 
Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he know that he have but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the women were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, which she is nourished for a time and times and a half of a time for the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the women and went to make war with the remnant of the seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Can you see the picture that we have here? We have a woman that is bearing a child. And this child can be Jesus. This child can be what we are carrying. The church, a production, a produce divine nature we have the divine nature to produce to grow and what happens is he's waiting for that child to be born to do what to devour it before the child can rule the nations with the, with the iron rod the devil want to come and steal kill and destroy but god is promising us what he said, don't wait, oh, don't, don't worry, because he did not prevail. He took the child to his throne, and where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? By the blood of the Lamb, Jesus died for our sins, so that we can have eternal life, so that we can see the kingdom inside of us, so that we can live, and by the word of the testimony. But what happened? The devil was cast down onto earth. And what did he do? He went after this woman. Why do we have war on earth, church? Why is there a spiritual battle? There will be a spiritual battle because the devil want to try and steal and devour before you give birth. Before you give a seed, a seed to fruit to fulfill the earth so that people can eat and see what God has placed in you. Because what will happen? Nations will be changed. And because nations will be changed, there's a reason why the devil want to come and devour that fruit. But Jesus is saying, church, you're not barren nor unfruitful because you have these things inside of you. And what did, the, what did God do? He gave the women wings like eagles. To fly. Isaiah 40, 31 says,
but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. If you're struggling during this birth, if you're struggling during this tribulation, God is saying to you today, I give you wings like eagles. The devil did not win. The Bible says he knows he has only a short time for him to work until we see eternity. But there's a kingdom, there's a seed, there's a mandate, there's a promise. We have to be fruitful. We have to be fruitful. The end of the verse said, He's coming after her. To what? To kill the seed for the remnant. For that which is supposed to last. You want to come and steal. My question to you this morning is, if you know that you're not in bondage, if you know that Jesus knows that the creature, the creation itself, scream to be freed. But the world wonders to stand up as sons of God, to know that we are in the glorious liberty, that we are in the freedom. We are called for freedom. We are called for His glory and virtue. But if you understand that that what God has placed inside of you is so much greater, it's so much greater, there's a reason why we struggle. But the Bible says, through the trials and the tribulation, you have to build character. We have to grow. We have to see. You're very, very quiet. But do you understand that there's a warfare? Do you understand that the seed that God has placed inside of you and me, the devil wants to try and steal so that you cannot produce. And God is saying, if you follow my commandments, and at the end, the devil wants to steal the seed of the ones that follow his commandments. But Jesus has given you a promise. And he is saying to you today that don't worry. Do not worry because I have already, already defeated the enemy. I have already given you the victory. I have already given you the seed to be fruitful so that your branches, because you're in the spring, will grow over the wall so that you can give fruit to your neighbor, so that you can love your neighbor, so that you can see the kingdom manifested on earth. But you see, my voice is not the same as Pastor Eckhart's voice for a reason, for a reason. I can't be Pastor Eckhart. I cannot say what he says. If he believes something and I don't, but I will just say what he says because maybe I will get what he gets. Now, church, God has given you a promise. God is saying to you, I have placed the seed inside of you so that you can be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. I said to Pastor Eckhart in the week, you see, if you don't like the billboard, buy the billboard and change what it says. Buy the magazine and change the wording because God has given you the power. God has given you the power. I didn't even use my notes. But I want you to maybe close your eyes.
if you feel unbarren, if you feel unfruitful, take this by heart. That He has given you a promise that no man can take away. No devil can try and kill and destroy and devour your seed. Because the Bible says it's under my mighty hand. It's under my protection. And that which I have given to you will no one take away. No one will take it away. No devourer. But Jesus is saying that I've called you. I've given you the power for life and godliness. Not to be short-sighted, but to have vision. Not to be short-sighted, but to have vision. Walk by faith and not by sight. If you are planted, if you are rooted, if your foundation is right and you build your house on solid rock, the storms of life can come, but your house will stand, says the Lord. In this season, your house will stand. In the next season, your house will stand for everlasting until you enter the kingdom of God for eternity. Thank you, Jesus, that you have given us the seed to produce life. Thank you, Father, that you have given us everything that we need pertaining life and godliness. Thank you, Jesus. I trust the Holy Spirit for healing this morning, that you will know that you are called with a promise you are called by your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you that that we can know today, Father, that we are called for your glory. Glory is the manifestation of power. And you've promised us, Father, that you have given us the power. You have given us the ability to create and to produce. People in the house that are struggling financially, the word in Deuteronomy 8 says that I have given you the power to create wealth. There's a difference between wealth and riches. God has given you the power to create wealth for kingdom-mindedness. Businessmen and women, there's a power in you. Every single one that's sitting in front of me, there's a power in you to create the wealth that God has for you and me. Maybe if we can just stand all together. For those of you trying to fall pregnant, for those of you who are pregnant, for those of you who are carrying something, 
husband, I want to encourage you to place your hand at night on your mother, on your on your wife's womb, and pray the living life of God in that that it will change nations, that those children that will be born into a new generation will change the world, and they will have a voice and they will speak. So, Father, we proclaim this morning that every living creature, Father, that will have a voice, they will have a voice, Father. You will place, I just experienced just place at night and pray for the womb. And now, church, I want you to place your hand on your belly, on your own womb. There where you are, I'm going to pray for you. Father, we come this morning and Father, we pray for every womb, every man, every son, Father, that said, yes, Lord, I will stand up. We pray for the seed in everyone. It will not be barren or unfruitful, but Father, we will breathe your life. Father, come and blow in us a new life, fresh anointing, fresh anointing. Father, it will bear fruit that will go over the wall. Father, it will produce. And Father, you will come and you will multiply it. You will come and you will multiply it, Father. No fruit will be unbarren. Every promise, every promise will see the fulfillment. Father, we know this morning that that what you have placed inside of us is to bring life. And Father, you've called us to life and godliness. And this morning, Father, we declare that we will walk in life and we will walk and mature and grow in godliness, in spiritual maturity. know what I don't I, I, Pastor Eckhart won't, won't worry or mind me sharing this but why are you keeping your womb for a long time we thought we dealt with things in our lives until the conference people came to us and saying the baby that you've lost you've buried it so deeply that if you talk about it, there's no tears. But it was actually so deep that it didn't hurt anymore. And for the very first time, we could deal with that thing that was stolen from us. But you see, there's a peace that God brings. There's a peace that He brings that heals every wound and you know what you know what today we can look each other in the face and say we have a voice in heaven and Jesus is your voice in heaven it's by the word of the testimony that brings life it's through the word of the testimony that heals church you have a voice 
and that seed that God has placed in you and me will grow and it will mature and God will come and He will multiply the fruit, the, the fruit of that womb. He will come and give you abundantly and above more than you can ever ask or imagine. Worship team, if we can maybe sing the last song again. But I know in my heart that the Holy Spirit came and healed, healed you. Heal your womb because the seed will never be lost. The seed will never be lost because God cannot take away what He has promised you and me. Don't look at what the devil does in your life. Look the other way around. Look to the promise. We don't like to favor the devil. And today we can walk out of this church saying, even though you're on this earth, you're not part of me. I have a promise and I have the power. I have the sound that I will make that will change the universe, that will change the nations. And you can come, try devil, but you are a liar. You are a liar, but I will not be defeated. My God is the greatest God. And I am called to rule and to reign. Thank you, Father, that we know that your love, Father, cast out all fear. Your love cast out all fear. And Father, we declare this morning that we love you so much. Thank you for that which you have placed inside of us to move nations for your glory. Father, I come and I pray that you will give us a sound and a voice, Father, that will change everything. And Father, thank you that we can know that we are called to produce that, that what you have placed inside of us. Thank you, Father, that everyone in front of me are yield this morning. Are yield this morning, Father, by your wounds we are yield. Father, you died on the cross for us. It's by the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony, Father, that we can live in freedom and that see your glory manifested through the power that you have given us. Father, we protect the seed. And Father, in you, we are safe. So Father, thank you that in this week, that you will come and cover us. Come and teach us, Father, how to abound, how to increase spiritually, Father, so that we can know you and have intimacy with you, Father, so that we can produce that which is of life and goodness. And we pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone that needs prayer, anyone that want to come, there's a ministry team that will lay hands on you. But know this, that you are healed. Know this, you are healed. Every physical sickness, every, everything, Jesus came. 
And he said, I will give you the kingdom so that you may live and live abundantly. I came back from London and I said, back into reality. The Holy Spirit said, no. Back to production. Back to that which I've called you. Don't walk out of this doors today and say, back into reality Monday. No. Monday, back into production. Because we are under the mighty power. We are under the hand that will give you whatever you need. Go, be fruitful and be multiplied in this week to come. bless you. Go in peace this week. Remember Father's Day next Sunday. Come and bring them. We're going to have a wonderful time, powerful service. We love you. Go in the grace of God. We give him honor and praise. Anyone who needs ministry, you're welcome to come. We'll gladly minister with you. Be blessed. Enjoy this week. Go in fellowship and have a great time together. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you would like to know more about who we are and what we do, go visit our website on lwpe.com. You are formed to function, so let's build.